Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend and hopefully you listened to my rebroadcast of a friendly debate I did between Dr. Dom Diagostino, who's a keto researcher and professor, and Jay Feldman, who's a health coach and researcher in and is very involved in the pro-metabolic uh, sort of viewpoint on health. So it was interesting. We touched on you know low-carb versus high-carb. Uh, what's the preferred fuel source of the brain? We touched on glucose oxidation versus fat oxidation, the importance of gut health, and much, much more. So if you haven't already, it's worth a listen. I I just re-listened to it, and I think you know that's why I love doing some rebroadcasts from time to time because you know you listen to it once, you're definitely not going to get all the information. You probably got to listen to it like seven times, right? Uh, but you know, th- I think a debate like this, which was done a year ago, very relevant today and worth a listen if you haven't already. Now on the micro podcast today, well, going thinking about topics I wanted to touch on. Um, and you know, so the, the, the topic around stress comes up a lot, right? How we can manage our stress, um, whether it's chronic or acute, obviously we want to avoid chronic stress and, you know, we're going to have acute stressors from time to time, right? These are things like working out, um, maybe going into cold, cold plunge or a sauna. These are acute stressors that could be beneficial, right? But you know, if we're dealing with chronic stress or fatigue and we find that it continues to happen, maybe we have to you know, find ways to track it. Obviously, listening to how, you're feeling, your, how you feel in your gut is most important. But you know, nowadays, with all the technology out there, and we have things like the Whoop and the Aura Ring, um, if you haven't heard of those, those are just um, wearables that you wear on your wrist and your, and your finger that can track things like heart rate variability, which is what I want to touch on today. Um, also, it'll you know track <clears throat> much more than that. But one of the things that heart rate availability um, can sort of show you is, you know, how are you handling stress? And is your body, what's your readiness factor? Are you able to handle a workout? Or maybe you want to go for a hike or a cold plunge or whatever it is. And so I thought, you know, we talk about stress and, you know, we always want to sort of go with our gut as far as recovery is concerned. Like for me, if I'm not feeling it, a lot of times I won't work out, right? You got to sort of listen to your body, but sometimes it's good to sort of bring in like a third party and this would be like a third party, right? HRV, if you're unsure of what HRV is, it's the distance between the the time between uh, your heart rate beats. So <laughs> simply put, it's essentially the time between heartbeats. It's a valuable reflection of your body's readiness. A higher HRV score means our body is primed to handle stress, while a lower score is meaning pretty much we're being, our body's being taxed and our body could benefit from rest. So if you find if you're in this vicious cycle, you know I'm not saying you have to go out and buy a, a wearable like a Whoop or even the Apple Watch, I believe does it, um, or the Aura Ring. But 
you know, again, it, it just depends sort of how you want to dial dial in your health and wellness. Um, HRV is tied to your heart rate and uh, just some facts regarding heart, your heart rate. Um, one of the things that's interesting is your heart beats. Gosh, let me just pull this up. Your heart beats a hundred thousand times a day, hundred thousand times a day, and more than two and a half billion times in the average lifetime. So it's fascinating to understand that the spaces or the intervals between the heartbeats can give us sort of a clue into how our body is feeling in our readiness for activity. And we call that heart rate variability. So I thought it'd be beneficial just to touch on this. Um, not saying you have to go out and get a whoop. Um, I have one. I don't use it all the time. I haven't used it in a while, but it gave me some interesting information about that also around sleep as well. Um, so the bottom line is we're going to be either in this parasympathetic state where we're in this rest and digest state or potentially in a sympathetic nervous, excuse me, a sympathetic state, um, which is like the fight or flight state. Now you don't want to be in each of them for too long. Um, being in a parasympathetic state is good, but obviously you do want to have times of, you're going to have times of stress just from normal life or from working out or from cold plunging. And, you know, talking with like Jay Feldman, who I just obviously rebroadcasted that interview, he always talks about stress and all these stress stressors that we have in life, whether it's going to work or worrying about, you know, like financials, our financial system, <laughs> our financial system and our own financials, um, or, you know, traffic or working out or cold plunge. These are all into the stress bucket. And I think we just have to pay attention. If you're compounding these stressors on top of each other, then your body's not going to necessarily be primed to work out. Now, working out can help with these stressors. So it's sort of like a give and take, right? Um, I think working out's a great stress reliever. So you, it can be used as that. You just got to be careful that you're not overdoing it from that standpoint. And HRV, you know, if you're wondering, well, how do I know have if, how do I know if I have a low HRV or a high HIV, HRV? Um, well, for one, you got to listen to your body. If you feel like you have fatigue, or maybe you got poor sleep, or maybe you drink too much, or you have or you're dealing with some anxiety or you even have reduced cognitive function, these could be symptoms of a low HRV. Um, if you don't have a whoop, obviously, you won't be able to sort of measure um, the distance between your heart rates, your heart rate, your beats, excuse me, but you know, go with your gut and how you're feeling. That's typically what I do, right? So it's cool with all this technology, I will say. I think there's pros and cons to these wearables. I don't think you need to wear them all the time. Maybe you have them for a month just to see how it is. And then you probably don't need it after that. But I thought I would just mention some ways that you can improve your HRV. Um, because low HRV and the symptoms um, that it can cause can significantly disrupt like your just everyday life. Um, so ways that we can help improve HRV, like I mentioned, exercise is one of the best ways to increase HRV um, is by following consistent fitness regimen. Um, and you don't need to go overdo it in these. You know, we hear about this zone two or zone three workouts. These are workouts that you can do and still have a conversation, let's just say. That would be like a zone two workout. Um, proper diet's important for having a high HRV. Um, <clears throat> there's been some foods linked to like just fish and nuts and yogurt and foods rich in what's called B12 
can help with a um, a higher HRV. Um, being able to manage stress. One of the things that I've been doing is a daily meditation, a 10-minute meditation, either in the morning or in, or in the evening. And so this can just help you focus on your breath, stay present, and be able to manage any other stressors that come into your life during the day. Um, breathing exercises. I sort of put that into the same bucket, right? Um, that'll help manage stress, improve your HRV. Even light exposure is uh, exposure to natural sunlight um, is another way to pr promote, you know, obviously for one, your body's natural circadian rhythm and also can improve HRV. Um, even doing some cold thermogenesis, um, exposure to cold temperatures is a useful strategy um, for increasing HRV. Again, these are brief exposures and it can even be a cold shower. Um, so, you know, the thing about tracking it, obviously you would need to get a wearable. I'm not saying you need that, but I just wanted to bring this to your attention if you've never even heard of it and you're like, wow, this is interesting. Maybe I'll try it for a month. Um, and so WHOOP is something that calculates your HRV um, th uh, throughout the day. And this way you can sort of see how your body is and whether it's sort of its readiness factor for a workout or for another stress, or if you want to put something in the stress bucket. Um, so anyways, um, that's what I want to touch on today. I think um, something to be aware of, sort of a cool thing that, you know, I think all this technology can be pros and cons to it all, right? But, you know, maybe this is something you could take advantage of and, and see how your HRV is. For, for a month and you know and track it and see if you're you're dealing with these these sort of low HRV issues that can come up um, and improve it over time through diet exercise and lifestyle approach so that's what I want to touch on today um, if you have any questions or if there's a topic you even want me to talk about in these micro podcasts feel free to email me Brian at BrianGrin.com. and if you haven't already check feel free to check out my new my new book the stepladder system. Um, the link is on my website, briangrin.com, or you can go to stepladdersystem.com to check that out. So, uh, that's all I got for today. I will talk to you on Friday with another great interview. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine. And I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.